This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Mary Facts, because the truth will set you free. July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as high as hell, and I'm not going to break this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful without you? Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com, where we ask questions and question the answers. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, very Test member, for making this program possible. Tonight's special guest will take us around the world. I know many of you know him, and I'm always impressed with what he has to say. He explains what really matters these days in such an eloquent manner. He's not only well-versed in geopolitics, but also in the non-mainstream topics we discuss here. It is very rare to find someone who can walk all these paths, and I truly identify with him. I'm referring to Ian R. Crane. We will discuss the London Olympics, and just as Bill Cooper discussed the possibility of the 9-11 attacks, Ian believed that 2012 Olympics may be setting the stage, not only for a false flag event in London, but it will ripple globally. Perhaps nothing will happen, but the fact we have been connecting dots all these years leads us to conclude the convergence of so many events, such as the global economy, conflicts in the Middle East, the European Union imploding, to name a few, make this event worthy of our attention. Ian R. Crane will be with us shortly. To listen to the full interview, you know what to do. Go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You will receive your login immediately and will have access to everything we have to offer all in CD audio quality. And you may have heard me mention our very special Manticore forum a few times. You may think this is just another forum, 
Well, I'm proud to say that that is not the case. I personally make sure the same Veritas goal of finding the truth is applied there. The only difference is that there we all work together. People around the world converge to discuss the topics that matter. And believe me, I can confidently say that our four members are a few steps ahead. You have a question? There is someone there who can answer it. And you will never feel alone or out of place. Join the forum and find out. And thank you to all our forum members. Your participation and contributions really make a difference. For this and everything we have to offer, subscribe today. And to get in touch with me, just go to our website, veritasradio.com and click on the contact button. During the morning of September 11th, 2001 and July 7th, 2005, there were terrorism drills taking place in New York City and London, respectively. Is it a coincidence that terrorist attacks took place? Why is it that Israeli security firms were responsible for the security of the World Trade Center, Fukushima, and other locations in which a security breach or disaster have occurred? Did you know that an Israeli security company blacklisted by the European Union will be allowed and be responsible for the security of the 2012 London Olympics? In addition to the concentration of sporting talent and global media, the London Olympics will host the biggest mobilization of military and security forces seen in the UK since the Second World War. More troops, around 13,500, will be deployed than are currently at war in Afghanistan. The growing security force is being estimated at anything between 24,000 and 49,000 in total. Such is the secrecy that no one seems to know for sure. During the games, an aircraft carrier will dock on the Thames. Surface-to-air missile systems will scan the skies. Unmanned drones, thankfully without lethal missiles, will loiter above the gleaming stadiums and opening and closing ceremonies. Royal Air Force Typhoon Euro fighters will be flying above. A thousand armed U.S. diplomatic and FBI agents and 55 dog teams will patrol an Olympic zone, partitioned off from the wider city by an 11-mile, 80-million-pound, 5,000-volt electric fence. And did you know that Nick Pope, former head of the British Ministry of Defense UFO desk, has said via the mainstream media to keep an eye on the skies for saucers during the Olympic Games? And have you noticed how the 2012 Olympic logo reads Zion? With the world in financial turmoil and at the brink of war, all that is needed is a tripwire event to get us closer to the end game, the final agenda. And to discuss this and much more, Ian R. Crane is coming up next. If you want to believe, stop this audio now. If you want to know, don't go anywhere. This is Mel Bambergers, and you're listening to Veritas.
This is John Perkins, and you're listening to Veritas. Ian R. Crane is an ex-oil field executive who now lectures, writes, and broadcasts on the geopolitical webs that are being spun, with particular focus on U.S. hegemony and the New World Order agenda for control of global resources. Primarily, Ian focuses his attention and research on the geopolitical arena, but has a deep personal interest in folklore, mythology, and the cosmological belief systems of ancient and indigenous cultures. In fact, it is Ian's research and understanding of these systems and beliefs which provides him with a unique insight into the unfolding global drama, providing the catalyst for humanity's evolution into a new plane of existence, Homo Luminous. And to learn more about Ian R. Crane, visit his website at iancrane.com. And directly from the United Kingdom, I would like to introduce for the first time on Veritas, Ian R. Crane. Hello, Ian. Welcome. Hi, Mel. How are you doing? Mel, before you go any further, can I just um, correct you on the website? Because if people go to that website, they're going to get someone completely different. Please do. Don't tell me. Did I miss an R? You did. It's Ian R. Crane. It's I-A-N-R-C-R-A-N-E, ianrcrane.com. Great. We'll put it on the website as well. Well, Ian, (laughs) as I was telling you offline, I'm so overwhelmed in a positive way because I usually try to focus with each guest. But with you, you deal with so many things, geopolitics, some of the topics also that we deal in this show. And I would like to start with some of the things that are of relevance right now. In a few days, because this show is airing in July, the London Olympics, 2012 Olympics, are are going to happen. What's your take on, on, on what's going to happen there? Even... And this may be unrelated to your your area of expertise, but the former Ministry of Defense UFO desk person that Nick Pope says for everybody to be looking up, keep an eye on the skies for saucers during the Olympic Games. It just sounds false flaggish to me. Well, it's very interesting that Nick Pope should um, come out and make this observation. I I know Nick uh, very well. Nick is a regular speaker at uh, UFO conferences, yes, um, and of course his claim to fame is that he manned the UFO desk, uh, according to his own account, he manned the UFO desk at the Ministry of Defence in the, uh, the the 1990s. Um, he left the civil service, I think, some seven or eight years ago, and uh, has basically made a career out of talking about his uh, experiences manning that desk and Uh, Nick has also made a reputation for himself because he is an absolute defender of all government orthodoxy. And uh, so, I mean, Nick absolutely believes that whatever events or whatever version of events governments put out, that must be the truth. And anybody who uh, questions those versions of events is just a rampant conspiracy theorist. Now, what is very, very interesting is that Nick was actually in the audience uh, at a presentation that I gave at the ExoPolitics conference in uh, Leeds in the north of England last August, August 2011. Now, um, at that uh, event, I gave a three-hour lecture. It was divided into two parts. It's actually all up on YouTube. Um, if, if people... Um, Uh, search for the Nephilim Disclosure and Transhumanism, they will find uh, that uh, presentation in, I think, about three parts. Now, during the course of of that presentation, I 
also reiterated some of the uh, content of earlier presentations from 2006 and 2007. And in 2007, at a presentation that I recorded in July of, uh, of that year, I uh, presented the hypothesis that the London Olympics would be used as an event to stage something of such enormous audacity to accelerate the opportunity to bring about global governance and ultimately uh, the one world government. Now, it wasn't the only observation I made. I made a number of other observations. And pretty much everything else I discussed in 2006 and 2007 has, has come to pass. And I don't claim any originality for the uh, hypothesis on a fake alien invasion. In fact, um, we can actually, uh, and I think thanks to Bill Cooper, we can actually trace the first official reference to the idea that a fake alien invasion could be used to accelerate the globalist agenda right back to 1917. And the, uh, the suggestion was, was put forward during the, uh, the negotiations or discussions that eventually led to the formulation of the League of Nations, which of course was um, an attempt to bring about some kind of global cooperation uh, to prevent another uh, um, catastrophe like the First World War from reoccurring. Uh, of course, as as we know from history, it didn't work too well. <laughs> Just 20 odd years later, we went into World War Two. Um, so, yeah, we, we roll the clock forward 20 odd years and we have the Second World War. And then we have um, uh, the discussions that eventually lead to the creation of the United Nations. And then uh, in the 1960s, we have um, a, a think tank that was convened at Iron Mountain. And the, the results of this think tank came into the public domain in 1967 when a document was, was, was published, which is called The Report from Iron Mountain. Yes. Now, of course, many people uh, in the establishment try and dismiss it as a forgery, whatever that might mean. But, of course, it is absolutely remarkable uh, how much of the content of, of that uh, report has uh, proven to be quite uh, prescient. But one of the observations made during the course of the discussions was that one of the ways in which humanity could be controlled through fear was through the threat of uh, an alien invasion. And in fact, in the course of the discussion, it was actually observed that this event would probably have to be staged, which of course wasn't um, a rejection of the whole extraterrestrial um, meme, but simply an observation that they couldn't be relied upon to turn up on cue. And and then, of course, all through the 80s, we had uh, Reagan's reference uh, in the UN and in a number of other speeches uh, during his uh, Star Wars era when he made the observation. I think he said something along the lines of, I often wonder how quickly mankind would unite if there was some you know, uh, incredible threat from outer space. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, then, of course, you know, we we roll out round to um, uh, the project for a new American century and the publication of rebuilding America's defenses in September 2000, exactly one year before 9-11, uh, you know, when they're talking about the need for a new Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. And, of course, then one year later, we have the incredible piece of Hollywood, which uh, is known as 9-11. 
it's definitely a piece of Hollywood. Uh, it was brilliantly perpetrated, uh, but it is pure Hollywood. And of course, the you know the event that I believe or think that there's a very strong possibility that uh, may be staged at the London Olympics will also be pure Hollywood. You know, computer graphics have come a long, long, long way over the last decade. Uh, you know, when we, in fact, I used the um, trailer for from Independence Day, which is a, a film that was released in 1996. Mm-hmm. And I, I used the trailer to sort of illustrate my point that if you simply take a piece of Hollywood and package it as news, then a significant chunk of the population will take it as fact, you know, just just like they did on on 9-11. And even when anomalies become uh, increasingly apparent, you know, the the vast majority of people are so conditioned that they refuse to allow themselves the the opportunity to actually consider that uh, what they were told was just a complete crock of whatever. Um, you know, and they they will literally tow the party line. And Nick Pope, the former um, MOD uh, UFO desk team leader, um, absolutely, you know, maintains that 9-11 was uh, an event that occurred exactly as per uh, the U.S. government version. Now, now Nick was at my presentation, as I said, last um, uh, August. And in fact, another national newspaper, a UK national newspaper, The Sun, which is a tabloid, but it is the most widely read newspaper in the UK. It's uh, allegedly read by 13 million people every day. And they ran an article uh, on page 28, but they ran an article which uh, referenced my presentation and my hypothesis that uh, um, uh, the Olympics could be the backdrop for a fake alien invasion. And Nick at the time absolutely dismissed it. So this is outrageous. This is just rampant uh, uh, scaremongering, fearmongering, and, of course, uh, just a a complete uh, conspiracy theory. And here we are, you know, uh, six weeks before the start of the Olympics, and we have the very same individual going to the, the UK media, this time the Daily Mail, and, and saying that people should keep their eyes on the skies because it could be a prime opportunity for extraterrestrials to show themselves. So uh, Nick, um, who would be absolutely first in line to get a role with the BBC or one of the other national TV stations to commentate on this event. So, uh, you know, he obviously is making sure that um, the media know that he's on call uh, should there uh, be the need for his uh, services. Now, I don't know for sure, of course, that there's going to be a fake alien invasion. My real point, the real point of of, uh, raising this into the public awareness over the last five years is to encourage people to stay extremely vigilant because anything Anything that happens during the course of the London Olympics, which isn't part of the uh, formal agenda, is likely to be a staged event. And it is likely to be being staged for the purpose of accelerating the agenda towards global governments, uh, governance. I mean, we are already in the UK the most surveilled nation on the planet. I mean, there, there's something like... Um, uh, four million cameras in operation. Around- 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.